This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, Charlotte St. Joyce here with you. Well, British Prime Minister Theresa May has vowed that she will quit as leader before the next election in 2022, but it appears that she may have changed her mind. Uh, when she took office in 2016, the ambition she outlined was to fix the burning injustice afflicting British society. But recently, on her trip to Egypt last Sunday, she said that there is still a domestic agenda that she wants to get on and deliver. Yeah, so she's saying that there's more she wants to do beyond Brexit and she should, she suggests that her party should not be surprised that if she wants to see more of her initiative through. The thing is she has inherited this Brexit mess from the former UK Prime Minister David Cameron, right? And she she now faces unpopularity both within her party and opposition. I mean, you can recall that uh, in 12th March, uh, you know, to so she has till 12 March to convince the parliament to vote for her deal just 17 days before the UK is due to leave uh, the EU before there has been you know a vote of no confidence uh, made over and she just won just by a very mm. slim majority right yeah so what's next for Theresa May we wanted to take stock of her performance so far as Prime Minister and to get an idea of the challenge she faces in trying to remain as Prime Minister so we spoke to Patrick Diamond he is Associate Professor of Public Policy at Queen Queen Mary University of London to get more insights on this. Well, the case for her staying on beyond Brexit is very limited because she has clearly lost the confidence of most of her MPs. And the last time she stood for election in 2017, uh, the election result was much worse than anyone expected for her. She's relying on a minority uh, party to prop up the government. So the case for her staying beyond the immediate date of Brexit is very limited. Question is, but will her her party support her if she decides to stay on? Patrick weighed in on her prospects. I think it's very unlikely. The problem that she has is that she's alienated both wings of her party. The anti-European Eurosceptic grouping, which wants either a hard Brexit or indeed for Britain to even leave the EU with no deal at all, has become very disillusioned with Theresa May because they don't believe that she is willing to follow through on challenging the EU and being very tough in the negotiations. On the other side of the party, which is a much more pro-European or at least pro-EU wing of the party, there is, of course, a lot of anger about how Theresa May has handled the negotiations because they feel she has put Britain at risk of leaving the EU with no deal at all. So in a sense... Theresa May has succeeded in uniting both of the main factions in the Conservative Party against her. And therefore, for that reason, you've got to say her chances of survival are not good. Negotiating a Brexit deal has clearly been no easy task. So we asked Patrick how May's performance has affected her reputation. I think her reputation as a leader has obviously suffered as a consequence of Brexit. I mean, there's a very strong view in Britain that whoever was the Prime Minister in this period would have found it very difficult to deliver or achieve a smooth Brexit because, in a sense, it's almost impossible. You have to uh, reconcile together very diverse and sometimes opposing views within the country. The process of negotiating with the European Union is always a very difficult and fraught one. So, in a sense, perhaps when people are being very critical of Theresa May, uh, they need to recognise that whoever was leader would have struggled, I think, to be effective in this situation. However, there do seem to be 
uh, weaknesses that Theresa May exhibits, which have particularly undermined her own leadership profile over the last two or so years. Um, the perception of being too stubborn, of not listening properly to criticism, not listening properly to civil servants, not taking into account different views across Parliament. You know, for all of these reasons, she's perceived to have done, she's handled a, a bad situation badly, uh, which has made her own uh, leadership uh, reputation, uh, I think, much much weaker, and hence uh, the pressure to try to remove her from office, which you know, has now happened. There have been several attempts over the last year to get rid of her, neither of which have succeeded, but which could succeed very soon in the future, I think. Over the weekend, the EU came out to say what if May fails with the Brexit deal and chooses to delay the departure date that uh, the country might have to stay in the bloc till 2021. But Patrick says Britain will not have much leverage over the EU. There is a report coming out of Brussels that the EU, if there is going to be an extension, they don't want it to be a short extension. I think the view in Britain is that if you had to extend Article 50, you would do it for three months or perhaps a maximum of six months, whereas the EU is saying that's not acceptable because it might result in Britain continuously coming back and asking for more time. Um, For Britain, at this stage, it would have little choice but to accept what the EU says it wants, because either it, it accepts what the EU says, or it risks uh, sliding out of the European Union with no deal whatsoever. And I think most sides agree that that is not something which could be allowed to happen because of the devastating impact it would have on the economy in the UK and also on British citizens abroad and so on. So I think if, if the EU ultimately says it's two years, then it will be two years, but that will be very difficult for uh, anti-Europeans in Britain to accept. Lastly, we asked Patrick what will happen come March 12th. Well, she'll have a deal in the sense that she will have a package which is a version of the deal that she's already put to the House of Commons with, I suspect, some further assurances or guarantees from the European Union about the so-called backstop. Um, many people have said that they see the chances of Theresa May's deal succeeding as being very low. You have to say at this point, there's a chance that it could be voted through the House of Commons. On the 12th of March will be really less than three weeks before Britain formally leaves the European Union. And at that point, I think many MPs, even many MPs who are not comfortable or don't really support May's deal, may feel compelled to support it on the basis that it's the only way of preventing Britain from sliding out of the European Union with no deal at all in a hard Brexit, which would potentially gravely weaken the British economy. So I think at this point, you can't rule out the May deal being passed. It's still possible that it could be voted through the House of Commons. That was Patrick Diamond, Associate Professor of Public Policy at Queen Mary at the University of London. Yeah, so this is putting Theresa May in a very tough spot, isn't Mm. it? I mean, uh, she took on the job from David Cameron after the referendum, uh, dealing with an issue that has yet up, you know, two years on, it's still have yet to be reconciled. I mean, if you open up the news, any news with regards to Brexit, people are still arguing whether or not Brexit is a good or bad idea. They're mm-hmm. not talking about what are the sort of deals and, you know, people are still unsettled with this whole idea of Brexit. Yeah, and I think also Patrick made a good point, you know, she seems to be undermining her own leadership profile, too stubborn, not listening, not taking into account different views. It is important to listen, I guess, for a leader and to know what the people want, you know, to know what's happening on the ground.
and actually take on these, uh, be it good or bad. You know, you don't want yes men surrounding you. It'll be good to actually get some views. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I think the difficult part, I mean, now the, the talks about her extending her sort of premiership is with regards to how Brexit is, what's happening with Brexit after the after the deadline, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, there will be a transition period after that where they will sort of roll out the agreement that has been reached, whether it's a deal or not. I mean, when they're, if there is a deal between a uh, strike between the, uh, Britain and the EU. So this will take another two more years. So perhaps, you know, uh, the, you know, the idea is that you would want the person who drew the deal to sort of roll out the deal, right? Yeah, well, still on UK and Brexit, Labour Party leader Jeremy Corbyn has pledged to back another EU referendum should they propose Brexit uh, should the Brexit deal fail in Parliament and the Labour Party said that if the parliamentary process ended with a choice of no deal or the PM's deal, the public should decide. Yeah, and you know, one thing to also highlight is that, um, you know, the terms EU is very is playing hardball here and I think that despite all the extension that people are anticipating EU is not going to budge uh, worrying that you know one extension would lead to another extension and uh, at the end of the day on the EU side what they want is they want their side of the agreement to be Put, you know, to be put on force on Britain. And I think uh, Br- Britain is really being put on a very tough spot at the moment. Yeah, interesting stuff. We'll definitely be keeping tabs on this story. Uh, we'll be right back after these messages. So stay tuned to BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.